the first episode in the Philanthropy Plugged In podcast, a series exploring the intersection of technology, gender, and giving. My name is Jeannie Sager, and I'm the director of the Women's Philanthropy Institute, and I'm your host for this podcast series. In addition to the podcasts, please seek out the collateral material related to each episode on the WPI webpage. You'll find speaker bios and links to the research report we will present today along with the executive summary, infographic, and a discussion guide. The Women's Philanthropy Institute has developed discussion guides to accompany each podcast. We hope you will review and use the discussion guide to prompt conversation about the research with colleagues and in your community. We know that research alone does not change behavior. Your engagement with the podcasts and discussion guides is critical to encourage not only conversation, but also, and importantly, action as we move the research into practice. We also know that community building is important and people may wish to grapple with the podcast contents. Technology allows us to build community online, a format so fitting for our podcast theme of technology, gender, and giving. We invite you to join us via Zoom for online discussion about the big ideas this series presents. The dates and times for the live Zoom meetings are posted on the WPI webpage, wpisymp.iupui.edu. And now it is my pleasure to introduce Dr. Deborah Mesh, the Eileen Lamb O'Gara Chair in Women's Philanthropy, and Dr. Una Osili, Associate Dean of Research and International Programs at the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, who will share WPI's new research, New Forms of Giving in a Digital Age, Powered by Technology, Creating Community. Deb, would you care to start the discussion? Thank you, Jeannie. We are thrilled to share the newest report in the Women Give series, which is celebrating a decade of research. This series and the more than 20 studies WPI has released since 2015 have transformed philanthropy. The Women's Philanthropy Institute has looked at the intersection of gender and philanthropy from a variety of angles over the past 10 years. We have answered broad questions about how and why women and men give. We have conducted more focused studies on gender differences in impact investing, retirement, life satisfaction, and the intergenerational transmission of generosity. Giving to women and girls is another strand of research with five different reports examining the topic through different lenses. The study that we are sharing with you today looks at the intersection of technology, gender, and giving in light of the digital transformation that has affected all of our lives. In this podcast, Una Osley and I will provide an overview of the research. Following this podcast, we invite you to listen to the second podcast in this series when we talk to Scott Jackson of Global Impact to hear his response to the research and explore how the findings play out in practice. 
Women Give 2020 is one of the many projects the Women's Philanthropy Institute has conducted through a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We are grateful to the foundation for its generous support of this research and also note that all conclusions and findings are our own. We thank the Gates Foundation for its support and we also thank the other organizations who have sponsored this podcast series. Please take a look at those sponsors on our website. Let's start with the topic of technology and giving and why it is so important to our work. Technology is everywhere and has changed all aspects of our lives. More than 90% of Americans are online and more than half of people around the world, four out of five Americans use smartphone. Smartphone users are on their phones more than 3.5 hours a day on average. Social media is a huge part of how we interact online and nearly three out of four Americans use social media. And there are gender differences in how we access technology. Women are more likely to use the internet compared to men. They spend more time on their phones than men and they are more likely than men to use social media. Women use social media differently than men, focusing on the networks designed to build connections and relationships and create community. Technology is everywhere and has changed all aspects of our lives, including philanthropy. Most Americans now prefer to give online and online donations are growing faster than other more traditional means of giving. And here we see gender differences too. Women give the majority of mobile donations and are more likely to give to fundraisers through social media sites like Facebook. How many of our listeners have used technology for charitable giving? This is one of the questions you can find in the discussion guide as you use it, on your own or in a group, to dive deeper into this study. The technology landscape is complicated in philanthropy. There are many players and the list is growing every day. Women Give 2020 blends the world of technology and philanthropy, putting a tech lens on the picture of gender and giving. Una, what are some of the issues researchers had to grapple with in conducting this study? Deb, thank you. Hello everyone and wonderful to join you today. Let's talk about the study itself and how we designed it. This focus on technology and giving is also uncharted terrain for many researchers, especially those who look at the impact of gender. Data is a major challenge here. Different platforms collect various types of data and privacy issues for donors are an ongoing concern. Despite these challenges, the Women's Philanthropy Institute adopted a novel approach to this study. Many of our previous studies rely on one data set. Here we worked with four data partners to develop case studies. Collectively, the sample size for this study includes more than 3.7 million gift transactions. We are grateful to our data partners, Giving Tuesday, Global Giving, Givelify, and Global Impact. We're also delighted that Scott Jackson from Global Impact will join us for the second episode of this podcast series. 
The main question we set out to answer with this research study was, how do women and men use technology to give, and are there gender differences? The case study approach to Women Give 2020 allowed us to look at some deeper questions and challenges around the use of technology to engage in philanthropy. What organizations and causes benefit when women and men give online? If monetary donations are the primary measurement of giving online, how do we talk about a more expansive definition of philanthropy, where people also give their time, their talent, and their testimony? How do platforms and nonprofits continue to build trust and community with donors in an online world? Using these four case studies afforded us the opportunity to look at a variety of platforms with distinct audiences. These include individual donors who give locally and globally, giving circle members, donors from faith traditions, and donors who hold donor advice funds. Deb, with this background, let's dive into the key themes from this study. Yes, let's talk about these themes. Looking at all the data in the study, we found three overarching themes that really align with our previous research throughout the WPI's history. First, women give more gifts than men, and they contribute a greater proportion of dollars than men. Second, women give smaller gifts than men and are more likely to give to smaller charitable organizations than men. Third, women's and girls' organizations receive substantially more support from women donors than from men donors. These three data points may sound familiar because these patterns have been consistent in previous WPI studies. What is new and groundbreaking here is that these behaviors are true offline and online. Women and men are using technology to give, but the gender differences appear to be fairly consistent now that giving is taking place increasingly online. These data points are true both generally and for each of our data sets. Una, let's talk about some challenges the philanthropic sector faces now that technology is so intertwined in giving. When we talk about technology and philanthropy, there's a lot of optimism about the power of digital tools and platforms we use to give. There's excitement about how technology can bring in new donors, make it easier to engage donors, and bring in younger and more diverse donors. But there are also challenges and concerns that emerge. Has the promise of digital tools and platforms really delivered? And what does this tension mean for gender and female donors in particular? These are big questions, and there is no clear answer. But Women Give 2020 points to some examples of how these issues are being addressed in practice. Deb, let's talk about this first question around how philanthropy is defined online. Thanks, Una. One challenge with integrating technology and philanthropy is the tendency to focus on dollars given when philanthropy and generosity includes much more. Money raised is only one metric to determine if you are meeting your goals as an organization, and it doesn't tell you how effective you are being. For example, in reaching new audiences. We know from our previous research 
that when you define philanthropy broadly and encourage people to give from all their different types of resources, you will appeal to a more diverse set of donors. This is especially true for women, but this is the case across many demographic lines like race and ethnicity, age, income, and wealth. There are challenges to either approach. We know people act generously in many ways, including working for companies with a social good component. By expanding the definition of philanthropy and emphasizing the many ways in which people can do good, it could be possible to go too far in de-emphasizing the need for financial contributions, which are essential for charitable organizations. Our case study on Giving Tuesday highlighted this theme. Giving Tuesday is an example of a movement that is often defined by the dollars given. But Giving Tuesday seeks to promote generosity in many forms, like volunteering time, giving things besides money, and talking about philanthropy. These resonate. This resonates with donors and nonprofits alike. By promoting generosity in many forms, Giving Tuesday has become a global movement, allowing for cultural nuances and variations around the concept of philanthropy. Una, let's talk about how platforms curate giving opportunities and the challenges that might present donors. Deb, another challenge in bringing technology and philanthropy together is how different causes can benefit or not based on donor preferences and on the ways platforms promote certain causes. Technology enables donors to give in the way that they would like and to organizations that align with their values and interests. We have seen that women give the majority of online gifts and online dollars because women and men have different preferences that shape their giving. Certain causes will be more prominent online. We see this in our case studies as causes for women's and girls issues tend to receive high priority. Platforms also support donors by identifying causes they might prefer and by building trust with donors. This raises equity issues. Certain charities may be more visible than others online. Various platforms are addressing this issue in different ways. Our case study on global giving touches on this theme. Since this platform provides its donors with some curated content, based on how nonprofits and projects are using the site and interacting with donors. Other platforms are more involved in curating lists of nonprofits for donors. Deb, the final challenge we discussed in Women Give 2020 is how to build community online. Tell us more. A final challenge we explored in the study is the idea of building community online and offline. For example, Many of us give in our congregations and religious groups, and many of us may be involved in collective giving networks, like Giving Circle. Bringing giving online may make our giving more convenient, but it may get in the way of that valuable in-person connection for donors. To appeal to women donors, platforms and organizations must build community online and continue to support these in-person connections as well. Our case studies on Givelify and GrowFund touched on this important theme. They have been proactive in expanding the definition of community 
and keeping donors engaged. These approaches are sensitive to the way women give. Una, we have not talked about one really important way people give online. Tell us a little bit about crowdfunding. Thank you, Deb. The picture of technology and giving is not complete without a look at crowdfunding, an area that's of growing interest to researchers and practitioners. Crowdfunding has many definitions. Here at the Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, we define it as raising capital from a large number of individuals, donating or investing relatively small amounts of money and using internet-based platforms. There's usually a high amount of visibility among participants. Crowdfunding is broader than just social good projects, but the social good sector is a big part of the crowdfunding landscape. Crowdfunding provides an opportunity to look closely at trust between the fundraiser and the cause and the donor or investor. Gender plays a role in cultivating this trust. In online giving, trust is key and you have to build it. It is not automatic. Women are more likely to start crowdfunding campaigns for social good, and people are more likely to trust women. This suggests some potential for women as both donors and fundraisers on crowdfunding platforms. When we talk about organizing crowdfunding campaigns, one question we get a lot is whether the gender of the fundraiser matters. We do not have a firm answer yet, but we do know this is a relevant question with crowdfunding. Deb, now that we've reviewed the major findings and themes from Women Give 2020, what are your big takeaways from this study? I think one big takeaway is that the intersection of technology and giving is an evolving field. It holds lots of promise for engaging new donors, younger donors, and more donors from diverse communities. To know how effective we are in reaching these audiences, the data must also get better, and we have to measure more than money. I also think that this study shows that women are leveraging the digital age for charitable giving on multiple platforms. Nonprofits and technology platforms must work intentionally to engage women in meaningful ways. Key elements of achieving that goal may include embracing a broad view of philanthropy, connecting with donors where they are, and cultivating trust and a sense of community online. Una, any closing thoughts? Deb, thank you, and I will add my closing thoughts as well. Technology for good, the combination of technology and philanthropy is a massive field. Not only is it difficult to quantify now, but it's constantly evolving. The real takeaway as we move into the next decade is to be mindful of how we are using technology for good and to keep the larger themes of this research in mind, especially the theme about building community. This study reaffirms that gender matters in philanthropy, including in this new tech-focused online philanthropy. There are many questions still to answer about whether technology is in fact leveling the playing field and if it is truly engaging a more diverse community and bringing in more donors. There's a lot left to discover, but what we do know is that there's tremendous possibility. I hope all of you who are listening today will join me in our second podcast with Scott Jackson of Global Impact to see how this is working on the ground. Deb and Una, thank you so much for sharing this fascinating and timely research. 
I think the big takeaway for me is that the gender differences you have identified over the last 10 plus years about traditional philanthropy apply in the digital space too. This idea is so important for our sector to understand and address. We invite our podcast listeners to read the report and examine the collateral material. You will find links to all of it, including our detailed discussion guide in the podcast description and on our website. And then I hope all of you will check out the second episode in our Philanthropy Plugged In podcast series. Scott Jackson from Global Impact will share his response to the research and talk through the implications for our sector. As a special highlight, please take four minutes and watch the hashtag iTechForGood video that was produced in partnership with Comcast NBC Universal. A big thank you to Delilah Wilson Scott, WPI Council Member and President of the Comcast Foundation for bringing this video to life. We are so grateful to all of the podcast sponsors for their support of this project. Please look at the sponsor page on the WPI website and add your thanks to them via technology, of course, on social media. We look forward to sharing more content via podcasts in the coming months. Please feel free to share this podcast with colleagues. I'm Jeannie Sager, and thank you for listening. Philanthropy Plugged In is a production of the Women's Philanthropy Institute at the Indiana University, Lilly Family School of Philanthropy at Indiana University, Purdue University at Indianapolis. Music is provided by Localize.